Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. This is our Monday morning discipleship segment, Monday morning uh, discipleship, and we like to come on each and every Monday, uh, try to share a word with you to uh, maybe supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And we're going to continue in our series. We started a new series on last week, and we're talking about a gospel for marginalized people, gospel for marginalized people. And, uh, and uh, we, if you want to know how we got here, um, you could check out the previous podcast. I don't want to rehash it because it takes about five minutes <laughs> to do that. Um, so we're going to talk about this. We're going to we're going to uh, get a little bit deeper into this series on today as we talk about how Jesus ministered to marginalized people. And so let me make a, a point of clarity, though, because uh, in the last podcast, you know, in, in some of the the points that I was making there, I want to make sure that I stress this before I go further. Um, cause we talking about marginalized people. We talking about people, as we said last week, who need special attention. And we talked about the fact that Jesus does in fact, uh, concern himself with people that needed special attention. And I want to make sure that I'm clear. Uh, when I say this, when we talk about a gospel for marginalized people, understand that the gospel is for everybody. The gospel itself is the gospel of salvation is for everybody. I want to make sure that I'm clear on that that Jesus came. And we mentioned that several times in the first broadcast, but I want to make sure that it's crystal clear that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of salvation, Jesus coming to this earth, the good news, that is Jesus Christ. He died for everyone, believers, non-believers, sinners, people who think they ain't sinners, um, people who think they're better than they are. (laughs) All of that, Jesus died for everybody, even the people who mistreat people. Jesus died for them. There's a way uh, of salvation for them. You know, we're, we're in this. Let let me say this very quickly and I don't want to make this political. I'm going to make this statement and we're going to get right back on course here because we're in this political climate right now where we look at the president of the United States and some of his conduct is, is not Christian, not, not Christian at all. Not Christ-like, right? We, we, some of his conduct and uh, we're in this political season where we see, uh, Kamala Harris has been chosen as vice presidential, uh, uh, nominee for the democratic party. And we see a lot of people that are railing against her past, you know, the things that she did in her past and the things they didn't agree with her past record. And, uh, I understand when people do it, I don't understand when the church does it simply for this reason. And I'm not going to argue this again. I'm gonna get back on task here, but, but this kind of ties in with what we're talking about. When you think about the gospel of Jesus Christ, Jesus came to save even those with checkered past, even those who weren't always at their best, because that's really all of us. He came to save everybody. And so part of part of salvation is redemption, which means that I redeemed you. Which means there's a transformation, which means you change, you're not the person that you were before. So I want to make sure that I was clear on that that the gospel of salvation, Jesus came here to save everybody. But what we're talking about in this, in this new series that we're in right now is how there's times where people need special attention. And and again, we outlined it in the first uh, uh, episode of this, this, this new series. Uh, We outlined it in the first episode that so many people have basically generalized and said, listen, Jesus came to save everybody. And so nobody is necessarily special. You know, we put it in the context of people 
uh, saying black lives matters versus all lives matter. And I said to you all last week, Jesus would not say all lives matter when facing somebody who had a specific situation and they needed special attention. I'm going to show you again in scripture on today as we, as we move into, we talk about marginalized people and, and by definition, marginalized, something that's marginal means it's, it's minute and it's small and it's, it's, it's being made to seem insignificant. So when we talk about marginalized people, we're talking about people who have been pushed out on the edges of society, whether it be uh, through their race, whether it be through uh, systemic systems that, that put them in these places, whether it be uh, to in the church where we uh, weigh out their sins more heavily than others. And so we marginalize people and we push them out on the edges of society. And what I wanted to stress here in this teaching is that Jesus came to minister to some of those people that we have pushed out on the edges of society for whatever reason, we've pushed them out on the edges of society. And so there is a gospel that speaks to marginalized people. It speaks to people that need special attention. And so we gave you some scripture scripture reference on last week. And again, you could check out uh, the last podcast to get some of those references that we made on last week. But we pointed, I pointed out to you in several places in scripture where Jesus met up with people who needed special attention. And not once did he say, listen, I know what you're going through, but everybody's going through something. And we'll figure it out together. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. You know, everybody's got problems. He never said that when he came across people that need special attention, Jesus gave them special attention, even though he came to save everybody, even though the gospel is for everybody. We all have different needs at different times in life. So I want to show you some scripture very quickly, because, again, I don't want to be too long, as we always say, on, uh, as we go, go through these. I don't want to be too long. So I'm going to try to stay within uh, 15 to 20 minutes with this. So so this is week two. And I told you all I was going to share with you several, several passages of, of scripture that show how Jesus was concerned with people that needed special attention. And it's all throughout the Bible. This is why I don't understand why people when somebody says, hey, listen, this group or these people need special attention, you know, and as it relates to the church, we'll say things like, well, God loves everybody. Well, well he does love everybody. But some people need different attention than others. L- let me say this very quickly before because this just popped into my head before I go to the scripture on today. My mother had six children. My mother had four boys and, and two girls and countless others that she had a hand in raising. And really, there were seven children that she raised because my cousin was raised in our house, another girl. And my mother would always tell me, she said, all of you all are different. And I have to love you all in different ways. And I have to treat you all different because you all have different needs. You all have different personalities. There's some similarities about you all, but there's some things about you all that are very different. And so even in that sense, you know, I'm learning even in that that moment with my mom that sometimes there's certain things you have to do for certain people that you don't have to do for other people because they don't need that. And, and and so again, when I was the baby, when I was the youngest, there, there was, you know, well, not when I was the youngest, I'm still the youngest, but, but me being the youngest, there were certain things that my mom had to do for me that she didn't need to do for my older brother who, who was the oldest. You know, he was, you know what? My brother was 12 years older than me, 13 years older than me almost. So obviously he's 13 years ahead of me. He didn't need the same things that I needed. I, I have a, a, a seven, almost eight year old now. And, and then I've got a one year old. 
And I have to explain to the, to the almost eight year old every now and then, you know, I treat the baby different because the baby has different needs than you. And it doesn't mean that I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I don't care, but I have to give him specific attention because he's a baby and there's certain things that he cannot do for himself that you can. So whereas I might turn you loose and say, you got this. It's because you're the big brother, but this baby needs special attention, right? I hope that I hope that help it make sense. So, so I want to I want to touch on some scripture today before we get out of here. And I told you again, I was going to share several uh, points of scripture where the Bible points out Jesus doing things for people in a special way. So Matthew chapter 25, Matthew chapter 25, read this in your leisure. Matthew 25 verses 31 all the way down to verse 46. That's the end of the chapter. Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. Now, this is where Jesus talks about how he's going to judge the nations. Pretty much he's going to judge the world. He says it's going to come a point. Verse 31. I'm, I'm going to read some verses here. I'm not going to read it all, but I'm going to touch on a couple of verses. and Then we're going to get out of here. Um, verse 31, it says, when the son of man comes in his glory, this is the new King James version, by the way, when the son of man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. Now, Jesus says here, there's going to come a point where I'm going to come and I'm going to judge everybody, and I'm going to separate the sheep from the goats. Now, let me, let me make a very quick point here about the sheep and the goats. The sheep and the goats, a shepherd would often herd his sheep and his goat together, which means that God will herd all of us together. That's what you're talking about. All lives matter. Well, all of us are going to be together. All of us are being led by the shepherd. And a shepherd would herd the sheep, the sheep and the goats together. But the significance is that sheep and goats have very different personalities and very different temperaments and demeanors. Their, their nature is different. Goats are hard-headed. Goats are disobedient. Sheep, you know, are docile. They tend to follow. You know, and 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 some some would say actually the sheep aren't necessarily very intelligent. I won't go that far. Um, I I say they're not as intelligent as other animals, but they know enough to follow their shepherd. This is where they are where they are wise, and that's why I say I won't go that far. They they're not thought to be the most intelligent animal, but they know enough to follow their shepherd. However, and we mentioned this last week when talking about the lost sheep, they will wander off. They will drift off and try to do their own thing. And the shepherd has to go and get them and bring them back to safety. So I wanted to make sure that I made that point. But the point here is that Jesus says, I'm going to separate. There's going to come a point where I'm going to separate the sheep from the goats. I'm going to separate those who followed me versus those who are hard headed. I'm going to separate and I'm going to judge. Right. So, so why is this particular passage of scripture important? Because as we keep on, and again, read all of that when you, when you get some time. But but when, when he talks about those on his right hand, he's going to talk about them as being blessed of his father. They're going to inherit the kingdom of God. Now, why why is it that those on the right hand are going to be blessed? Well, let's look at the scripture here. Let's go back to the word of God. Here's why those on the right hand are going to be blessed. He says, for when I was hungry, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger. And you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. All of these people, Jesus says, hungry folks. You fed us. Right. Thirsty. You gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. You took me in. I was naked and you provided you clothed for me. 
uh, 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 he says, I was in prison. You came to me. I was sick and you visited me. Jesus says all of these, and, and by the way, when you look at all this, all these people in, in our society today are marginalized. They're pushed to the edge because for various reasons, some people don't want to deal with them. Hungry folks. Everybody don't want to deal with hungry people. Some folks will tell them they need to pull themselves up, up by the bootstraps. And even though they ain't got no boots, amen, somebody. So, so hungry people some, and thirsty people, some people don't want to deal with that. Strangers, some people don't want to help people that they don't know. Or watch this, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some people don't want to help you unless they know you're going to help them in the end. Right? So, so strangers, we don't want to deal with that. Naked and you clothed me. He said, I was sick and you visited me. We, we, we're living in a, a country right now that's dealing with a pandemic right now and people are sick and there are people running around that have no compassion for the sick. They go so far as to say your sickness is not even real, even though they know people who have lost loved ones to this virus and they're still running around saying, I still don't think it's real. Oh, it's a government conspiracy. Oh, it's that. It's that. It's all of these other things. When people who have lost somebody to this virus, the last thing they want to hear is your conspiracy theories. They lost somebody. Well, I'm just trying to help them get some understanding. No, 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 no. Just care for them. This is what Jesus is saying here, right? Now watch this. I was in prison and you came to me. Now what's interesting is I talked to you all about this last week about people uh, being marginalized. And I talked about the fact that Jesus came for marginalized people. And I said, even if you're marginalized due to your own conduct, he came to save you too. He came to free you too. Oftentimes, y'all, we forget about those who are locked up, whether they be physical prisons or whether they be prisons of the flesh, which is sin. We forget about those people because the first thing that we want to do sometimes is try to figure out whose fault it was. And if it was your fault, then we don't feel like we need to do anything for you. Or you had no business doing that. You had, And there are plenty of folks in jail that, that are supposed to be there because they broke the law. But that doesn't mean, as the Bible says here, that doesn't mean that we don't have to minister to them. We still have a responsibility to those people, to minister to them, to tell them, again, those marginalized people, Jesus loves you. And watch this, not to tell them Jesus loves you because Jesus loves everybody. Speak to their specific situation. Even though you're here Jesus loves you, even though you're hungry, even though you don't have a place to stay, even though you're a stranger in a strange land. Jesus loves you. And to not take their situation and say, Jesus loves you because he loves everybody. No, I have a specific issue right now, and I need you to speak to my specific issue. I need you to minister to me because I feel marginalized. Now I'm on the outskirts of society. And Jesus is saying right here, those are the people that when I start to judge, I'm going to sit them on the right hand and I'm going to say, thank you for ministering to people. And then watch this verse 37 again, Matthew 25, verse 37. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty or give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Jesus says, when you minister to marginalized people, you're ministering to me. 
When you minister to those people that are on the outskirts of society, those people that don't have as much, those people that don't have anybody to advocate for them, you're ministering to me. That you did to the least, and he calls them the least of these, my brethren, because that's how we see marginalized people. This is the least of society. If you're not concerned about those people, if you're not, if you don't look at another person's need, another person's situation and say, listen, I don't have that problem. You have that problem. Let's minister to you because you have a unique set of circumstances. Instead of saying your circumstances are no better than mine because I got problems too. That is not what the gospel is about. The gospel of salvation. Jesus comes. He wants to save everybody. But this ministering thing, we got to do it to marginalize people. And so then Jesus continues on. And he says, and I'm going to read the rest of this, and then we're going to be out of here on today. There's, there's also the opposite, right? Verse 41, then he will say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Verse 44, then then they also will answer him saying, Lord, when do we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he says here in verse 45, this is where we need to be. He says, then he will say, he will answer them saying, surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it unto me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment but the righteous into eternal life. My brother, my sister, I'm going to wrap this up here because I'm almost at 20 minutes. My brother, my sister, if we keep running around saying things like all lives matter when a specific segment of people needs our help and we don't say, you know what? We know we all matter, but y'all need some special attention right now. Jesus is saying here, I'm going to separate you if you don't know how to minister to people in spite of your in spite of the fact that you've got your own set of issues. If you don't have enough sense to say, I've got I've got problems of my own, but they're not your problems. Let me help you. Yeah, I got bills, but they're not your bills. Let me help you out. We don't have as much as we'd like to have, but y'all hungry. If, if we don't get this in our spirit, this gospel that that's that again, this ministering to marginalized people as Jesus is calling us to do right here. Take care of the people that are on the margins of society because we need everybody, everybody else to come in here. We ought to want everybody to be all right. Even the people who are in prison, hungry, thirsty, all this other stuff. And, and let me say this one more time and then I'm done for today. We'll pick it up again on next week. Even people who are in these conditions because of their own conduct. Jesus says, minister to them there. If you read this text again, Matthew 25, 31 through 46, read it again. When you get a chance, I read all of it. Didn't mean to today, but, but the Lord took over. When you read this, never anywhere in here that Jesus assess blame to anybody about their condition. He just said, minister to them. Don't blame them. Don't find fault with them. Just minister to them. They're going through. Minister to them. If it's a conduct issue, you can uncover that in your ministry. Say, hey, how can we avoid this situation again? What can we do to help you to not be in this situation anymore? 
But even that is ministering. Even that is saying, I want to help you. So I'm going to leave you all with that on day again. That's all the time that we have. Um, I know I want to go a little bit longer, but I'll pick it up again on next week. And I might be right back here next week um, because this is powerful stuff right here. When you talk about marginalized people. And so uh, we're in this series. And I told you, I don't know how long we're going to be here, but the Lord put me in this place. And I want to make sure that I share all of this with you. A gospel for marginalized people. And so I hope you all enjoy what we had to share on today on Monday morning discipleship. Again, that scripture, y'all, Matthew 25, verse 31 through 46. Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. Let me give you our tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, if you'd like to check out the ministry, check us out at the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org, www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. Again, we encourage you to check out um, our media page. We, we got a lot of stuff over there on the page. Now there's a lot of videos there that we're uh, shooting and sharing. We actually did another video uh, for this podcast on today because I wanted to do a, pod, a video for each uh, podcast in this particular series. And so uh, we encourage you again, check out the ministries website, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, y'all forgive me for that. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, um, check us out at the publishing website. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. Again, stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. Um, as always, we, we would like for you to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, um, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, uh, share it with your friends and family if, been, if it's been a blessing to you. Um, and so we would definitely, definitely appreciate it. Um, that's all the time that we have for Monday morning discipleship. That 20 minutes went by kind of fast and we hope you enjoyed it. And we're going to pick it up again on next week, a gospel for marginalized people. So we hope that you enjoyed this particular episode. We will see you all on next time. Be blessed. <laughs>